Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the CrossFit Bath Podcast. And this week, I am joined by the king of Zoom workouts, Andrew Fortin. Andrew, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm quite well. I'm probably a lot more, I was going to say, I was going to say energized. That's not quite the right word because I'm definitely not. But what I was going to allude to is one of us has done a workout and one of us hasn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I am fresh from the 10 a.m. Zoom, which is where I live now. It's where you live. So have you been as consistent in lockdown three as you were in lockdown one? And that's very hard because in lockdown one, your consistency was 100 percent. Well, yeah, so... well, no. So it's a bit different this time in that lockdown one, there were only six days of the week where there was a Zoom mod. So even doing them all, there was always a rest day available. Sunday was always off. So it, it was sustainable. Whereas now, obviously, there's a Zoom mod seven days a week. So there's no way I could have. I, I do need to take a rest. So, but I have been. I've managed to maintain pretty much Monday to Saturday, most weeks. But um, I've not. Yeah, I've not stuck to it in such a rigorous way as lockdown one. And uh, yeah, me and Jen haven't got that sort of competitiveness going on with this one this time. No. Well, lockdown one, I was pretty consistent. I was hitting a Zoom workout most days, and as of recording this on lockdown three. I am yet to do a Zoom workout, so we'll. Um, I, I'm I'm almost yet to do a workout. I've done a couple, but well, nine a.m. tomorrow. I'll see you there. Oh, is that Saturday? Saturday? Hey, I didn't do Saturday when when we were going in person. You think I'm going to do a Saturday on a Zoom workout? You are living in a dream world. Now I know you're warmed up. You've done a workout, but are you warmed up for a podcast? Now that's a very different question, isn't it? So I've got a few warm up questions for you. You're going to know what some of them are. I've thrown in a few curveballs. First question, peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Well, I sort of presumed you're going to ask me this. If I have listened before and seen, uh, heard you ask this to other people, I'm going to say something slightly controversial. and I'm going to say no peanut butter. Do you know what's funny? You're, you're saying this is controversial. Obviously, I didn't ask Ollie this question last week, but we literally had two in a row of no peanut butter. We finally got back on track with a crunchy and... It was actually you are sporting the part of the solution T-shirt, I see. Uh, well done. Congratulations. It was actually with uh, Dave and Jamie that when I when I proposed the question of crunchy or smooth, the look on their faces that I would dare suggest smooth. So crunchy came back in a big way and you've immediately removed them both off the table again. So we, we had a, a very little run on crunchy this, this time. We'll, we'll see. Future guests. We'll see how it goes. Your favourite piece of cardio equipment? Oh, um, rower, definitely. See, I love the rower despite being super short. It's, I don't think it's that I love the rower. I think it's that I hate the bike. But I've, I've, <laughs> I've grown to love the bike more. Um, and I don't, like, given the choice, don't just sort of run at the rower anymore. But still, it's the one. It, it is the one. It's the one piece of equipment I would really like to have at home. Yeah, I found myself at the beginning of this lockdown looking at how much they were and then immediately not buying one, but doing that quite a lot. They are so much. <laughs> I know, I've done the same. But a piece of equipment that you did get is a brand new barbell. Yeah, it's there, right there, you can see it. Yeah, so you know the question I'm going to have to ask is what's your favourite movement with a barbell? <sighs> um, oh, uh is it power snatch i guess power snatch 
I mean, it's a power snatch is a great answer because that is a combination of great and terrible mobility. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it is like just because it's you know it's fiddly and took a while to get the hang of, and um, but when you do it right, it's yeah, it feels great. So yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one. I, I like it. It's a good answer. It's a nice you know it's a nice move to show off, isn't it, with a barbell. Final question then before we get on to the, the real topic of the day, and I'm sure you know what it's going to be. Andrew, who would play you in the CrossFit Bath movie? Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I don't know how to answer that. Now I've got time. We can wait. We can be here all day. <laughs> oh, man. Who would play me? I've seen that your face has lit up a little bit, which tells me you've opened Google. You yeah. now... no, no, I haven't opened Google. Do you know... I'm just trying to think of someone that people say that occasionally that I look like. The only person I've ever, and I don't see this, the only person I've ever been accused of looking like is Graham Norton <laughs> with a beard. Which he sports. Yeah, now, which he does now. He? So... Yeah. But he's, so, um, but that's a really unlikely person to play me as, as he's not really an actor either. We've had crazier answers, let's be honest. He, he's actually someone who's been on TV, which already... And he's somebody who is still alive. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I look like him at all. It's the only person that, anyone, that, that people have occasionally oh. said that's what I look like. I don't is see... He... Do you see it? I kind of do. <laughs> Not really. But I never would have seen it until you've mentioned it. <laughs> and, and now I can't unsee it. Okay. Uh, this podcast is already... I mean... My my day is. This well, is enjoy it. enjoy that. It, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I'll, we'll just leave that there then for your for your and anyone else's amusement. Who knows what I look like? I think it's my favourite answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're good. Brilliant. Ah, oh, and you and you were like, oh, I don't know if I should come on the podcast. What have I got to share? What what can I contribute? This this yeah, is it. I still possibly think that, but anyway, go on. We're all locked down. Life is terrible. Here we are the nicest answer to the question we've ever had just to cheer us all up all right there you go now you think you don't have anything to contribute i disagree and we'll we'll see who was right at the end when i check how many downloads we got but for now we're going to assume that i'm right andrew i think you're the right person to to have on because well first of all i'd like to know how you found crossfit in the first place but then you are someone who's had the chance to experience crossfit all over the place you've dropped into a large number of boxes in a large number of places and i'd quite like to know sort of what your experience has been like with that and and you know getting to to do something that the majority of us probably you know i think i've dropped into a part you know not counting the bridge which is you know our sister box so we're we're kind of one and the same uh, i've dropped into one other box <laughs> that's it so you know the the i've actually been into probably more locations of crossfit bath than i have <laughs> <laughs> other boxes yeah other very boxes. true so first of all how did you find crossfit in the first place so end of 2017 i'd been on a quite a long tour and uh a friend of mine on the tour i knew did crossfit but i didn't really know what crossfit was um and towards the end of that i was complaining to him that i'd been doing all this running but i wasn't losing any weight at the time I was carrying quite a bit of extra weight and I was sort of complaining. I was doing all this running and I felt like sort of fit-ish. You know, I was doing regular 5 and 10k runs, but wasn't losing weight. He said, you should do CrossFit. 
and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. That doesn't sound like the kind of thing for me. Um, and, uh, you know, I had the normal sort of presumptions about what it was, vaguely. And anyway, then he came back to me and he he's Canadian, this guy who's in Toronto. And he, he had Googled, you know, knows that I lived in Bath and Googled and found and sent me a link to CrossFit Bath and said, there's one right near your house. Just just go for the introduction and see what happens. So, um, yeah, January 2018, I guess. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I, can't, I, I just emailed the info at CrossFit, you know, email, and Lydia emailed me back. I went for a sort of introduction with her at the old place, which is the only time I ever set foot in that place, actually, um, uh, the old box. And then, um, yeah, I started my... Uh, introduction with Alec did a one-on-one with Alec in end of January beginning of February that year at the new current location when it was sort of half built half being built yeah so that's when I started and it was it was everything I thought it was everything I I, I didn't want to be a part of I've never I've never been like into team sports I've never been into sports in general I didn't do any exercise until my early 30s at all the idea of doing anything that was class-based I just hated the idea of it but um, anyway, I sort of pushed through, and Alec was great actually because you know Alec, he's he was he's funny and he made it seem like it you know it might be a bit of a laugh. And um, anyway, here I am, coming up to I guess my first I did write this down. My first class was on the tenth of February, twenty eighteen. So coming up to my three year anniversary of CrossFit, and um, obviously as you can see now I'm now you're a pro, aren't you? So that's really interesting because one I wasn't sure. I, and I, when you were saying when you when you first heard about CrossFit, I was trying to do the maths in my head very quickly. Notoriously terrible at maths, so it didn't work out for me. Uh, and I was trying to work out how long you'd been doing it and if we'd been doing it a similar amount of time, you know, if you'd been doing it longer than me or, or less time than me. Now I'm annoyed because you've been doing it less time than me. I feel like you're running ahead, so I need to, I need to um, improve. But because I... And it's interesting because you're, I think, the first person I've had on that I've spoken to who hasn't had pretty much the same story as me of like, oh, I went down and I met Ollie and Ollie did the thing and then Ollie sold me on having to do this. And I ended up. So it's nice to hear that, you know, you actually had Lydia and, and Al kind of team up to get you in. So that's cool. Uh, and yeah, interesting that I, I assumed you'd been at the other place for, for a while as well. I didn't realize you were sort of Twerton Park and that was it. Um... Yeah, no, I, I went there just to, I actually met Lydia, she sort of talked to me about CrossFit was, you know, we did a little bit of a sort of a test, you know, on a rower or whatever, and um, I saw a class happening and people, you know, running around that loop I used to run, and it all looked a bit intimidating, to be honest with you, but um, but yeah, that was it, the only time I ever saw that place, yeah, and then straight straight into the football club. Which is, you know, it means you never knew any better so that's that's your box and you're happy with it <laughs> it it is i have seen a few others but i'm 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 totally happy it's all about the coaching anyway as we know well well absolutely and i think that's a really interesting point because as you can say you've probably dropped into some you know facilities that are oh i was gonna say sort of state of the art but you know what i mean like you can have a beautiful facility uh, and i know it's something I've heard Ollie speak about even on when he's betrayed me and gone on other podcasts about that kind of you can have now functional fitness because it's so kind of global anyway you can have a lot of really you know high class gyms that have their functional fitness zone as well but they don't 
have the community and they don't have the all like all the other things that go with crossfit and that actually kind of is why we go there and we don't just go and pay maybe even less money to use a, a shinier facility but that doesn't have the coaching and doesn't have the community and doesn't have the support network that we get at crossfit bath for example so that was that was how you found it why have you stuck with it it quickly turned from being something that was a chore to being something that was really enjoyable. And that was the sort of first time that had happened with any sort of fitness for me, really. I did get into running, but it, and I do like it, but I never loved it. So it was the first time it was something that um, I genuinely looked forward to. It didn't feel like a chore. And also got some pretty okay results pretty quickly, like did lose a bit of weight straight away, um, which is my initial goal. Um, and then I guess it just became part of the routine you sort of can't quite imagine not doing it regularly every week it it, it the um i found the effects you know on i i think more clearly i'm more productive at work um i actually really found at work i can survive on less sleep which is quite important for me as i don't tend to get a lot of that when i'm away i just yeah it just made me you know uh not just fitter but um happier and uh, and calmer and and yeah, it was just generally good for me all around, really. It's funny because I was uh, when I was speaking with Dave and Jamie the other week, we were talking about the results is something that kind of keeps people coming back to CrossFit. And obviously results take time. Uh, you know, it's it's not a, a magic pill that gives you, uh, you know, your ideal body after two sessions kind of thing. But you do notice things almost immediately. Uh, and it's not just how I look. But it's all the kind of how I feel and how I operate, and and I know, I know when we first started CrossFit um, with Rochelle, uh, I remember that we we'd had to like park outside of that. We were in the center of town, but obviously we'd had to park the car kind of outside. And and Harvey wanted to run to the car, and she ran with him, and like ran all the way from the center of town to where we parked the car without stopping, and was kind of like, that's the first time. I've been able to do something like that. Like before I would not have just been able to run with him. And so you, even though maybe physically changes hadn't happened yet, the fitness level had gone up and it was like, oh, you can see that. And I guess the nature of how we do workouts and how we repeat workouts and all of that, it does give you metrics to see that, oh, actually, yeah, I, I am improving. And if you'd been doing running and lamenting the fact that you weren't seeing the results, as soon as you do something where you start seeing the results, that's obviously going to spur you on. Yeah, exactly. And then I, like, I didn't expect to enjoy, and I think this is true for most people, I didn't expect to enjoy the weightlifting as much as I do. Um, it's, I really enjoyed learning sort of those new skills. And I have, and I have to keep an eye on this, I do enjoy the very slight competitiveness that goes on. I'm not, you know, I'm not totally against that. I know we have to all be careful of that and, and leaving our egos at the door and so on. But I do quite enjoy that bit of it. And uh, and I'm sure I'm sure you're the same. Me and you have done enough classes together. <laughs> I keep an eye on how you're getting on. Um, yeah, so I was really surprised about that. Yeah, I I've really enjoyed just yeah getting stronger and learning those new skills. Really, I like really enjoyed the gymnastic stuff. Even like really didn't expect to to enjoy the rig and um, yeah, I've really enjoyed learning all those new skills as well. And I think it's because you have that like mix, right? I think if, if I was telling you, all right, sign up for this like gymnastic course and you're just doing gymnastic movements. And obviously, you know, we've all got our skill levels, right? So you're kind of, you're not a master at it, 
and it can be quite discouraging if that was all you were doing and you just feel like oh but i'm no you know i'm not as good as other people at doing that but the fact that it's almost like just a little taste because you'll do a while you have like a little bit of gymnastics a bit of weightlifting a bit of the you know whatever kind of cardio you've got rowing running whatever it might be you just get you know yeah i'm not as good as a olympic weightlifter but i'm not an olympic weightlifter i'm just doing a little bit of olympic lifting and you know i'm not as good as a, a high skilled gym, gymnast i don't need to be i'm just doing a little bit of gymnastics work in my workout so you just get to kind of enjoy doing those little bits you see the progression and you you do, you do improve but it's just you know to to the level that you need for your fitness but i, I think you're right it, it is because i guess that's the issue with running right running is kind of boring <laughs> it is boring it is boring it makes my knees hurt and it's and it's it's not always that rewarding and don't be wrong i do enjoy it and every now and then i'll go for a 10k and really enjoy it and um i'm actually quite jealous of the fact i've not been taking part in this running initiative that nat's been doing just because i've not i've um injured my heel so i've just been told i shouldn't be running so anyway i've i have sort of missed not being involved in that but yeah it, it's the mixture of everything that i really enjoy it's the all those goals you get and the second you start you get given this massive selection of goals to achieve if you want to um and all those skills to learn um and for me i've just been sort of slowly trying to tick away at those uh, all those skills so i feel like i've got the complete set and i'm miles away from that still but um it's really enjoyable when they get it well I've, that, that was lockdown one for me i finally sort of conquered double unders and that was just so pleasing to get that ticked off the list because it tried struggled for so from day one with that and yeah i've still got a list of things i loads of things i need to to get a handle on but you've got time <laughs> we got time and obviously and i just say obviously lockdown has been a massive issue for that i mean talking of the rig like we haven't basically been on it since february well you know it's been a year pretty much now apart from the odd chin up that gets thrown in i mean that's it yeah, I think it was in December. Uh, I'd done I'd done actually a class with you. Um, uh, so we'd done like the 10.30 class and then I was hanging around because I was going to record the podcast with Ollie. Uh, and while I was waiting for him to get ready, uh, some people were using the rig. So there was like the rig was there. I could see it. They were practicing to see if they could get a muscle up. And I was thinking as well, like, oh, I don't know if we'd done any in January. I, I can't, I cannot remember what we'd done in January. So I was very conscious of the fact that I haven't done a muscle up since if not february then probably i haven't done one this year uh, and i was like i wonder if i can still do it so i went and did the ugliest muscle up i've ever done in my life it looked horrendous but i did it and like two days later we heard that the gyms were closing so i thought wow if i hadn't done that that was the the one and only muscle up of the year so. Well, there you go. You've got that on me because that was that was my mission for 2020, was that by the end of the year I I wanted to get a muscle up in and I I didn't do it obviously and have yet to. So that's that's definitely on the list as soon as we're allowed back on the rig and I feel miles away from achieving that to be honest with you. Yeah, I guess that's. I mean, it is kind of one of the things where you you can you can do all the like the accessory work at home, can't you? And you can build the strength that you need and the the mobility and you know all the stabilizing muscles that you're going to need and all of that but it's kind of like if i can't just try it on a rig it's very hard to to get better at it and and yeah the rig i think the rig is the thing that i think across the board it seems to be the thing we all miss the most i guess you can kind of the barbell 
uh, is you know unless we buy one, <laughs> we're we're missing the barbell. But the rig, it's just another. Well, we've all had you know at least we got some barbell use over the last year when we were allowed back in. Um, but yeah, I just feel like we've not done any progress on the rig at all, or any any gymnastic progress at all, really. Um, um, which has been such a shame, really. I've, I, I have, when I ordered the barbell, I also did order a, a, a pull-up bar. I just don't really know where I'm going to put it, though. I'm, I'm going to consider trying to attach it to the uh, to my office that I'm sitting in now, but it's only like a little, you know, log cabin office. I might I might fall over. So I've ordered it, but I don't know where I'm going to put it. I look forward to the videos, <laughs> just seeing the wall come down. Oh, I mean, it sounds to me like you're prepared for lockdown four, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, well, but I was so annoyed to go into lockdown three. To be honest with you, I was really was. So I just, I decided I had, I had a, a bit of old audio equipment sitting in the shed that I knew was worth quite a lot of money and I hadn't used for about ten years. So I just thought, right, I'm going to sell this. And if I sell it immediately, I'm just going to use all that money to spend on stuff, which is anyway exactly what I did. Hence the barbell and the plates and the pull-up bar I don't have somewhere for. It's a nice looking barbell. People can't see it at home, but I can see it in the back. Yeah, very, it's nice. Very fancy. It's, yeah, it's a nice rogue barbell, and I've got a little plate selection. And I and these arrived the other day. These um these look really impressively massive. But you've picked that up. Yeah, but so... but are just two and a half kilos. <laughs> that... So people can't see this, but behind him was a massive. What would look like. I mean, that would look like, a, what, a 15-kilo plate probably at the box? Even more. So Even it was more. Like, it a, like a 25 a, or something. It, it's thick, big, bright red, and it sat at the back. And I was like, wow, that does look impressive. And then with one hand, <laughs> you very quickly just threw it into the air. Oh, it's 2.5. I know. I think that's... I'm going to... If I just delete this point here... It looks like it, a 25. It looks like a 25. But yeah, that's that's been good. I got that so that... Yeah, so I can just have a nice light barbell for practicing at home with the technique stuff and like subbing out stuff in in the home wad that's with a that's there's lots of reps, but you know I couldn't do with uh, forty kilos or whatever. Nice, looks good. Wow. So this is the home stuff. This is the boring. So this is stuff we don't want to talk about because it's depressing all of us. You you've mentioned that you travel a lot and you know. I think we started with how did you find CrossFit? Well, I was on tour. So we're getting an idea of the life you live. Lived. <laughs> Lived. Oh, <don't> <laughs> we'll be that. living again next year, hopefully. Oh, I'm sad now. So how many kind of, I mean, I don't need an exact number, but very kind of briefly, like, where have you been and done CrossFit? What kind of boxes have you dropped into? Parts of the world, places in those parts. I mean, you share with us what you've, so what you've seen yeah so in so, so i started in 2018 that year i was uh, m mostly around at home but in 2019 um i was away with work um i was production manager on a pretty large world tour uh concert tour um that went started in europe all around europe all around north america um all around uh asia Australia and South America. So most pla most places, most places that people want to listen to pop music anyway. Um, so it timed well um, with me uh, having done my first year in CrossFit and, and, and feeling like I wanted to try and continue on the road. And then also 
um, having a friend at work, um, my friend Lewis, who's um, who's from America, and he works uh, for the promotions team. Me and him share an office. I didn't know this. I'd spent a whole year touring with him in 2017. I had no idea he did CrossFit because I didn't know what CrossFit was. When I said to him at the end of 2018, I was like, oh, I've been doing this thing, CrossFit, and I would like to continue. He was like, what are you talking about? I've been doing this for like four years, you know, I'm or more maybe. Anyway, so me and him made this plan that we would try and go to a box on every day off on the entire tour, which we pretty much managed to do. And I actually got him. Yeah, I knew he'd kept a list of them. So I actually texted him last night to, to get a list. He's got to go. I'll send you. Actually, he's done a Google map of every one that we went to. Um, so he went to a few more than me, um, but I we I did sixty four different boxes in sixty four different cities in uh, one year, so it was a really interesting experience. Um, and I was, yeah, I was only one year into CrossFit and only vaguely knew what I was doing, but it was a really good in at the deep end year for me, going to all these different boxes. Um, Having someone to work out with, which was great, so that sort of kept my consistency. And Lewis is is a very capable crossfitter, and um, his techniques uh, on his weightlifting is amazing. So he was like a good sort of, almost like a coach that I had with me all the time. And then anyway, I went to all these cities around the world, and uh, yeah, every day off, we'd get up and we'd go and f you know we'd have researched the box the day before that the one that looks the best, and we'd go and drop in and do it. And um, yeah, it was really interesting experience. Um, and as you sort of alluded to before, we went to some incredibly impressive, super lush, amazing ones uh, and some, you know, really kind of, you know, rustic, <laughs> simple ones. And, and um, yeah, it was a really incredible experience, actually. So did you find, because it's interesting, like the fact that you'd only been doing it a year, because I, I think that some people will find it quite intimidating, the idea of dropping into an like another box and kind of being a stranger and oh, I don't know what the coach is like and I don't know what the class is like and I don't know anybody there and did you I mean you you've mentioned that you kind of had a training partner so that was that lesson that but if there's somebody just like oh I don't know I'd probably go on holiday and just not do CrossFit yeah just well, it definitely wasn't for the first the first time I ever dropped into a different box I did do on my own actually so when we were in um production rehearsals for this tour in the UK uh Lewis hadn't hadn't joined the tour yet, so um, and we were rehearsing from this this big studio in Redditch, and um, so I just found the local one, and I did literally just turn up a this random box as a stranger. But I was there for three weeks, so I sort of all became you know part of their community a little bit in that three weeks. As I, I actually looked up that box, they looks like they've closed now. Actually, called CrossFit Yield, but they were um, it was great actually. They were, it was a really good box. It was quite new. So yeah, I've been there three weeks, and then but yeah, is, from then on, I I had someone to go with, which made a massive difference to me because yeah, I I do find turning up to dropping up at a box, with, dropping in a box, we don't know anyone on your own is a bit intimidating because it's like that that feeling of when you did your first class and you don't know anyone and everyone's mates and got their little cliques and you'd sort of like well, hello and the... yeah and then they say you're right grab a partner for the yeah oh yeah, yeah oh yeah and yeah so that it was like that every time and then yeah that's the nightmare turning up to a box on your own on a saturday and it's a pairs Oof. in fact in fact in fact my first ever wad was a pairs wad which was a, an incredible error actually if i'd if i'd known now but um 
Yeah, so it is it is a bit funny, a bit intimidating, but but and this and it's, but it did show CrossFit in it in its great you know in its greatest way. People are incredibly welcoming. Um, people are always interested in where you're from. Obviously, there's a language barrier comes into it occasionally, which is hilarious, especially um, uh, in some of the Asian boxes we went to where the coach speaks zero English. And uh, so you're just kind of looking around for someone who might be able to help translate or, and, and this happened a number of times, at least on the whiteboard, it's, it's all, pretty much always, it is always written. The movements are always written in English anyway. So you just sort of stand there during the introduction not knowing at all what's going on for the warm-up and literally then just having to sort of copy people and then you're sort of jumping into the ward and yeah so that was pretty hilarious at times i so i you know as i've mentioned before, i lived in italy for 10 years and i didn't do crossfit at the time i'd never i'd heard of crossfit heard bad things about crossfit uh it was sort of that situation i know now because my you know my in-laws are still living there so where I was, where I spent most of my time, I think they've got a couple of CrossFit boxes now. And I'm very curious as to, like, if I'd started doing it there, if I would have stuck with it. And I think, because I, I did go to the gym in Italy and the language barrier kind of was a little bit of an issue because it was just language that, even though I could speak Italian, there were just words I'd never felt the need to learn or, you know, the and so you kind of go in and you realize oh i'm in a completely new environment and situation so even the what i know doesn't really apply here <laughs> and you've got to kind of but i like the idea that you know a thruster is always a thruster and a clean is always a clean yeah and and it's always you know you just listen out for the, during the during the introduction and you'll just hear some words that you that you recognize and oh, and fl uh, flipping back between kilos and pounds all the time was i i, I know my conversions pretty well now but that that got confusing. Um, yeah, just just picking things up and being like, "Yeah, this feels heavy. <laughs> this will do." Feels enough. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was it was a really fascinating experience, and I, I've got to say, nearly every very there was hardly any bad ones. There there was a couple where um, where re I mean, never the facility let it down. It was always just you know either a coach who is obviously like very new and inexperienced, which you know, you you can't really criticise them for too much. And there was the odd one where the coach was just super disinterested. And and I don't know if you've ever heard you heard of this, but it does seem to happen occasionally where you you literally walk in, they point at the whiteboard, and then they go sit in the office. And um, so it was a couple like that, but they were few and far between. Mostly they were really amazing, super welcoming. You know, uh, yeah, it was a really a really good experience actually. Do you think you would have sort of stuck with a a fitness regime um, if you were just kind of doing your own thing in a gym and you were just kind of like doing your classic gym sessions and you're maybe like just using hotel gyms and, and things like that? Do you feel that the kind of CrossFit element of it, of you being like, oh, I get to, you know, I'm, I'm actually, because I, I guess winding back a little bit, like, nobody's that excited to see what the hotel gym looks like. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, it's a nice gym, great. Whereas I feel like when you're in a new location and it's like, oh, I really wonder what this box is like. Yeah, no, to totally. I'd, I'd already done a sort of round in, in 2017 of doing the hotel gym thing. And, I, and, and actually to rewind a bit, I had in 20, 
17 I had um joined um joined a little gym in Bath just to be, have some facilities to use because I, I sort of already realized that running wasn't really doing it um but the motivation I found really difficult you know I just I, there was this all this equipment but I didn't really know what I was doing with it and I didn't have anyone telling me what to do or programming anything and then yeah you get sort of get into a hotel gym and you're like well there's a few bits and bobs but I don't really have any knowledge of how to put together any kind of workout um and I actually it, it, thinking I was going to hate the whole class um structure to work out I there's nothing more I like which is why why I still stick at the zooms I just want someone to tell me what I'm doing um and and I and I want that pressure of being in a class environment and having time pressure and all those kinds of things like it really works well for me as a motivator yeah I definitely think that that's I think you're probably not alone in the kind of oh I don't know about doing it in a class it seems odd you know the idea of a fitness class is like in your people's minds is one thing versus what like a crossfit class is but absolutely if it was just like just go and do open gym you're like ah it's you know go and do open gym and look the workout's still on the whiteboard just go and do it and you still don't feel the same right it's just yeah i don't know i don't know if you ever did there was that brief moment in before before lockdown two or after lockdown one i can't remember where it was where they weren't we no, we weren't allowed to be coached but the workout was on the board uh, i feel that was the very brief moment that we were tier three before this lockdown free. oh no not, not no not that one because that was that that was a yeah another weird thing where they weren't allowed weren't allowed to coach us but were allowed to talk to us one-on-one -on -one. there was there was also a moment before maybe it was before lockdown one then i'm thinking yeah it was basically open gym all the time and there was a workout on the board and um and we were sort of running our own classes for a brief minute yeah it it it, it was weird and um Anyway, I just want to turn up to a class and not have to use my brain and for the coach to tell me what to do. That's what I want. That I've I've said it a, a number of times. That That is why I CrossFit. <laughs> it's just that... And I mean, even the amount you can do in that short period of time, because that's my other issue with running, is as soon as you get... I don't want to say good. I'm not a good runner. But like now, 5K is kind of a pretty comfortable run. So it's like you need to do probably a 10K to like really feel like you've oh, I've done a proper run. It, and it just it's not so much like the, the strain of it. It's just the time, the amount of time it takes you to do that run. And so the, like, the better you get at running, the longer you need to spend running. Uh, and and it's like, oh, I just, you know, I actually like that, you know, post lockdowns, we had these like 45 minute classes. It's great. You can, that is one thing I have found doing them at home on my own. When you're kind of just do if you just go through what's on the home workout, it's pretty quick. Cause when you take away the time of getting out the, the kit, putting it away, you know, all the messing around we do before and after and during the class, when you remove all of that, the workouts are pretty short and you, you get a good workout, but in that like nice condensed amount of time, yeah, no, it's uh, which... great. I mean, no, to, like today's a perfect example. Yeah, I mean, we were done by, we started at ten and we were done by, I don't know, twenty to eleven. I thought you were say twenty past ten. It was a really quick workout. <laughs> <laughs> if we'd just done the workout, maybe. Logged in, said hello, logged off, <laughs> workout done. <laughs> Have a piece of cake. Yeah. So, what has been? Um, I, I guess, flipping it on its head, 
then as someone who's had a chance to go and drop into quite a number of facilities and experience different things obviously we're hoping the world opens up once again and not only can we travel um so i guess i would ask your tips twofold then advice for when you're dropping in because i i imagine that if we've never done it before considering we've been locked down for so long when we get the chance i think a lot of us would jump at it versus maybe you know previously we perhaps were 50 50 not too bothered but i guess now we're like oh yeah i can travel i can go somewhere i want to do that so one would be advice for dropping in somewhere else and then i suppose on the flip side if people come to bath and they drop in on our classes what what kind of positive things did you find when you dropped in that you think i i make sure now that i do that if somebody's dropping in okay um so as far as traveling is concerned i mean that our our usual process would literally just to you know just to google what what crossfits are around and and in some cities amazing how many there are to choose from you know in and obviously mostly we were traveling to to major cities so there might be i don't know there might be six seven eight to choose from so a quick look through some google reviews you know normally and and a quick look at the gym and Lewis, my friend, would always look at the gear as well. He's a, he's a bit of a gear snob, so it'd be like, you know, if there's one that's got, you know, um, rogue echo bikes or one that's got like good looking shiny barbells, you're like, we're going there because their kit looks good. So a usual a quick look on Google to find one that looks good and it's got good reviews. And actually, that that is something we did talk about. It'd be great if there was a sort of, and I know Will's sort of been working on something like this for the UK. It'd be great if there was a sort of global source of for 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 people who travel around for. For CrossFit and and sort of can recommend boxes they like, but um, so we need a drop in global. Now. Drop in global, exactly. Yeah, and then I guess the the mistakes we made early on was just a turning up too close to the time, because there's always some paperwork to sign, especially in America. There's usually an incredible amount of paperwork to sign of waivers and so on that you need to sign before you drop in, and then register and then pay your drop in fee and so on. So like always turn up, you know. 20 minutes before the class at least I would say just to kind of get signed in and also some of them are incredibly hard to find because you know a lot of CrossFit boxes will be out in an industrial estate or a warehouse in the middle of nowhere or like really odd sites because that's you know what CrossFit is like and um, so yeah we that was our biggest error was rocking up late or getting lost um, and then uh, after that really you know, go and say hello to the coach and introduce yourself because a lot of coaches might just, if they, if it's a big CrossFit that has a, a large group of coaches, they might just presume that they've not got around to meeting you yet and, yet and you are a local. That's happened a few times. Um, so always just go say hi to the coach and say, um, you know, if it wasn't them that checked you in, you know, I'm, I'm just dropping in today. I'm just here for today. And, you know, reassuring them that you sort of know what you're doing um you know because that's often a question as well because obviously there's no like certificate that you carry around saying i have i am approved to do crossfit so sometimes people are like you are you okay with all of this you know or might not get you to challenge yourself so um so that's probably that really i mean i'm not i don't love you know meeting and i'm not particularly confident in that scenario so what I'm saying here isn't always what I do, but um, yeah, that's probably what I'd suggest. 
Uh, and then as far as people dropping into Bath, I mean, just, you know, the inverse of that, really. Just be, you know, just uh, if you see someone new. And there's some people in 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 1030 group who are brilliant at this and i'm i try to be better but being you know going oh you're seeing someone new saying hello you know uh being welcoming and so on so that's it really because it is a bit intimidating stepping into another community just for that one moment especially when you're about to be judged heavily on how much you can clean and <laughs> how good your gymnastics is yeah yeah feeling a bit judged that's definitely a thing and just not constantly telling yourself that that isn't what it's about you know and that it doesn't matter but it's very hard because it matters <laughs> because it oh, yeah it does it, it goes does back it is... to like the very beginning what you were saying about that kind of competitive not competitive mindset you've got to have you kind of got to switch it on a little bit but then throttle it back a bit and it and it is tough and i i think like you especially when you drop in somewhere else you almost feel like you're representing Mm. Like I'm representing Bath. Oh. I need to I need to perform to a level where they think, oh, those guys in Bath know what they're doing. Oh, I I re I ha I went the, I went to the, I went to quite a few in Brazil and they're of a most an absurdly high level. Like everyone looks like Al. Like they were super intimidating. And I went to one in um in Rio because we were there for a few days, and they made quite a sort of like when they started the class. The coach introduced me to everybody and was like, he's visiting. He took the introduction in English for me with a class of Brazilians and there's 25. Like, it was really embarrassing and I felt really like exposed. Because you were going, I speak Portuguese, don't worry. Just <laughs> And um, so they were like really welcoming, but I felt, oh God, I felt really embarrassed and exposed. And then the workout was, I don't know, something really long and difficult. And I, and I finished last by miles with the entire class, like, focused at me, like, cheering me on through this, like, I remember it finished with, it was something like it finished with 100 air squats or whatever, and there's me just trying to knock these out with everyone sort of cheering me on. It was, oh, God, it was really quite scarring experience, actually. And it was done with the, you know, with a completely kind heart, and they were really great, but it was very challenging. So I would also say perhaps if someone turns up for the day that maybe don't draw too much focus to them because it is quite difficult. I mean, don't make, don't treat them like a celebrity. Is that what you're saying? I don't, I don't know what I'm saying there, but I just, there was a couple of times where I just felt like I, you know, those moments where you get reminded that you're really got miles to go. Like you are still just at the beginning and, um, and yeah, in some Australia was like that too. The standard was just so high everywhere we went. I just felt like day one again every time I went, which was good. It's a good reminder, and it was a good motivator. But yeah, it was tricky. Yeah. Keep keeps you humble, hey? That's very, the, very yeah. humble. And yeah, and that balance. Yeah, as you were saying, that balance of competitiveness as a motivator, but but not overusing it is is a tricky one that I struggle with. Uh, like I just yeah it'll be interesting now when when you'll get back on the road and you get to to try it again after everybody all around the world has been various states of lockdown and training has changed and you'll see who's kind of you'll see who has a home gym basically yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, well, what, well, yeah exactly so the, the current that's one of the things I'm working on now so there's the whole process of, of, of 
this touring schedule I did in 2019 starts up again. We're supposed to start up again now. We were supposed to go into rehearsals at the beginning of February, but um, that's now been pushed a year. So I've got, um, uh, this is unofficial actually, I should say, but uh, I, I, I will probably be away for most of uh, 22 and a bit of 23. So I, I will get to have a go at this again and, and visiting all those boxes again. And it's great that Lewis kept a list of all the ones we went to so we can remember all the ones that were good and bad. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to, to doing that journey again and visiting all those boxes again and hopefully being um, a bit more capable this time. And I think conversely for us, and because you know I'm a, a frequent drop-in at the 10.30 class, I especially since Rochelle joined up again at CrossFit Bath, I am now a lot more divided between 8pm and 10.30. I'm sort of a, a couple sessions at each a week. So I'm going to motivate the 10.30 class that that year you're away, we're going to work extra hard. We're going to put in the work. We're going to put in the skill work. We're going to, and when you come back, well, we're like, ha ha, we've leveled up. <laughs> I, I look, I look forward to it. That sounds fun because the, 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 uh, the other problem with the traveling is that I, I can't generally work out on work on on show days. Uh, we did carry a little bit of kit around with this, and there is a plan to carry a bit more kit around with this next time. Um, because since that last tour in in 2019, two other guys on the tour, two other friends on the tour, have started CrossFit. So there's now be at least four of us. So we're talking like I'm going to definitely take. We're going to build take my barbell. We're going to build a little kit together. But it does mean I'll probably go back to only being able to go to a box maybe three maybe probably only three times a week maybe four times a week which is my average anyway (laughs) (laughs) but um anyway well i do look forward to it next time and um yeah maybe um maybe i'll keep a sort of more public track of where i'm going yeah i look forward to it i was yeah i think we we talked before about trying to I don't know, at least sort of track where we're going and be able to sort of keep a record of what those boxes are like and, and um, so that, yeah, other other people travelling around. I'm sure this this might exist already, for all I know. But um, You're building it now. This is this is an, an, an additional side hustle to your already numerous side hustles. <laughs> I think it's quite interesting, the idea that, you know, because you can, you can correlate, you know, compile a list of reviews right of boxes but what i go in and look at versus what you go in and look at might be different so we might both go to a box and rank it very high or we might both go to the same one and rank it you know one of us ranks it quite low one of us ranks it quite high because we you know like you mentioned um, lewis is very kind of kit focused so he might come in and be like oh it's got amazing kit and i might come and go yeah it's got great kit and the worst people like do you know what i mean you depending on what is the most important thing to you could could skew it so the idea that the same person or the same group of people review this you know because i i think it's like um so like with podcasts this will sound racist (laughs) but i know like with things like apple reviews it's five stars or one star like all the in between doesn't matter right like it's five or one that's kind of the the system and for example, Japanese people would rate something that they like three stars. Because they're like, oh, it's good. I like it. Three stars. And you're like, that doesn't work. Like, it needs to be, like, in, there's this extreme swing here. It's five or it's one. That's it. 
so even that kind of diff you might read about a review of this box that you think is amazing and the person writing the review thinks it's amazing but it's three stars <laughs> whereas you're like <laughs> and that's just because they never give things five stars everything is like it's a more measured more balanced review whereas we kind of over in a society kind of where it's like no if it's not five it's amazing not going. or it's terrible yeah yeah so i think the idea that one group review globally almost a huge number of boxes that could actually be quite interesting we'll do a blog <laughs> all right sounds good all right well on that note what more can we say it's been interesting catching up with you also just talking to you it's been it's been nice because i haven't seen you for quite a while yes well hopefully it won't be too much longer now i'm feeling slightly optimistic we'll be back in soonish now here's a i mean this is going to be a, an interesting question especially because this comes out a week after the one we've done all about the open do you think we'd be back in the box for the open i really hope so that wasn't my question. That was not my question. It wasn't do you hope we'll be in? It was do you think we'll be in? What okay. when? What when? What's the first date again? It's like mid, it's like mid March. Yeah, I I do. Yes, I'm just going to say yes. We are going to be back in, and this will be the first time I'll be doing any of the open workouts from my home box. So I did a I did a load whilst I was away in 2019, which is the first time I'd ever attempted any of them, and just did them for fun. Didn't sign up or anything obviously but um i'd really like to give it a good go this year so i so yes we're going to be back in and yes we're going to do it and yes well, i'm going to make you judge me at some point doing one of them and vice versa i'll, I'll judge you <laughs> <laughs> i did i have i see you haven't signed up yet oh have you seen that have i have noticed that you've not signed up so th this There's is not interesting many of us yet this is interesting because this is like we're recording this on the 5th and this comes out a week after the episode I recorded with Ollie on the 5th that is basically Ollie having to convince me to sign up for the Open. Right, well, so, if so you, you haven't get to signed to that up one. by now, when this comes out, then we're all going to start hassling to you. It takes two minutes, just do it. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to go over all of the stuff because you, you'll get to listen to it, but I, before this morning, was not signing up. <laughs> I was was absolutely not going to sign up for it and i voiced all the reasons why on last week's podcast that you will have listened to by the time this comes out so look forward to that <laughs> it's very there's a very weird time travel element to this podcast now but <laughs> brilliant oh well andrew thank you so much for joining us i hope some people uh, listened to this and enjoyed hearing about your experience which is incredibly different from my experience of crossfit but i think that's the kind of one of the nice things and uh, if you don't know andrew drop in at a 10 30 class because he's always there can't get rid of him and obviously by the time this is out surely all the boxes have reopened and we're all we're all doing that so suddenly we'll start seeing the wait list for the 10 30 class explode and we'll be like oh, what happened there oh yeah that was a that, Everyone... that's a fun new element to this to to, to crossfit bath the, the wait list drama i, I love it <laughs> i know it's like a new it's like a new competitive element to crossfit is yeah. just getting into the class now it just, just shows how, how much of a priority it plays in your life. Brilliant. Well, thank you, Andrew. Thank you, everyone, for, for listening along. And uh, look forward to seeing who we get on next week because I don't know who that is yet. So that will be exciting. <laughs> All right.